Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. So excited to have you here with us today. It's a great show. We recap Duke football's win over North Carolina A&T. My name is JJ Jackson, and I am the host of this podcast, a daily look inside Duke Athletics. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcasts. You want to make sure that you don't miss out on any of our excellent shows. Yesterday's show, we had our latest installment of Mailbag Monday. Any questions that you've got, I answer them every few weeks. Send them to me on Twitter, at LO underscore Blue Devils is the show account or my account, at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. You can also send questions via email, LockedOnBlueDevils at gmail.com. Also, be sure to leave us a five-star rating and review on the Apple Podcast platform or wherever you get your podcasts. Those five-star ratings mean a whole lot to us, and uh, we appreciate them. We get five-star Friday shout-outs when you do that. All right, today's show, like I said, we're going to take a look back at Duke's 45-17 to win over North Carolina A&T after this quick break. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at betonline.ag. It is that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the latest odds, props, and contests including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's brand new. That is brand new from our friends over at BetOnline. If you use promo code LOCKEDON and sign up today, you receive a 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day Super Promo and make a bet on Thursday, September 9th's season opener between the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all these great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Remember to use promo code locked on. Let's get going here today on Locked On Blue Devils Duke football, a 45 to 17 win this past Friday night over North Carolina A&T. Let's listen to the highlights. Matt Barry on the call for ESPN and the ACC Network. We've descended upon Durham, North Carolina, Wallace Wade Stadium, and Duke trying to bounce back after week one against North Carolina A&T. Should be plenty of pyrotechnics on the football field tonight. Third and goal. Afidi's going to take it himself. Can he get the push? Score it. Touchdown, North Carolina A&T. Bring it up second and 11. Over. Quickly to Durant. Has space and some blocks. This time. And Mateo Durant out of the backfield could do a little bit of everything. Durant. Cuts off the tackle. And there goes the tackle. 
Chargers. Touchdown, Blue Devils. Devin Harrell missed the tackle. Mateo Durant made it pay 19 yards for the score. And that's what you want to see from your best player. He has to play that way for you to win ball games. No different here. How about a little surprise on side, Matt? Looks like they get it. It's a scrum. <laughs> what a call by Cutcliffe. Holmberg looks over the middle, has a man over the middle. It is caught in a big game. Jalen Calhoun gets it inside the two-yard line. Here's that tempo. There's Mateo Durant, ball over, and just like that. And Afidi's going to keep it himself. How about it? Kingsley Afidi. During the commercial break, my partner said, run the quarterback. Duke is moving, clock starts. One timeout remaining, down to 10 seconds. Holmberg over the middle. Again, Calhoun, can he get in? It's down to five seconds. Holmberg out of the shotgun. Give it to Durant, and he gets in. You said 29-yard line, Mateo Durant the fake. Holmberg going to look deep, going to go for the end zone, and it's caught. What a catch. Gunnar Holmberg's going to say, you know what, I'll do it myself. Gain of four, they're doing that offensive line rotation. They, they put up eight of them. Gunnar Holmberg looks wow. left. How about that? What a catch by Jake Bobo. Jordan Waters now in the backfield for Duke. First and goal, the fake to Waters. Holmberg going to run it. He's got space, Gunnar Holmberg. Touchdown, Duke. Jordan Moore's in at quarterback now while Holmberg gets the hat figured out. He's a guy that they love in his running ability. And you see why. How about that? One play, one run, one touchdown. Jordan Moore, you're three injuries away from starting week one of the NFL. No question about what a play. it. NFL, big hit right there. In the NFL, the best ability is availability. That'll be it for David Cutcliffe of Duke. Came out here tonight against North Carolina A&T. Wanted to get a win in game two, and they did so. Great stuff. Love this Duke football team. Gunnar Holmberg, 20 of 27 for 270 yards, two rushing touchdowns. No turnovers for Duke. That's a big difference in between week one and week two. It wasn't pretty always, however, as Duke was losing 7-0 at the end of the first quarter. They were winning 21-14 at halftime as they scored with less than 10 seconds to play in that first half. They had a sneaky onside kick that Charlie Ham, the kicker, was able to get out and recover, which was awesome. Luca Diamond, the backup quarterback, got to play for Duke as well. He was one of one for 17 yards. And then another backup quarterback, the true freshman, Jordan Moore, out of Sykesville, Maryland, had his first rushing touchdown of his Duke career in mop-up duty. You heard that highlight a moment ago. He also finished one of four passing for negative four yards. Mateo Durant. 15 carries, 41 yards, so way, way, way less productive in the yards department as he was against Charlotte. 2.7 average per carry, three touchdowns scored for Mateo Durant, runs of 19 yards, one yard, and two yards. Again, Mateo Durant had the school record, 255 yards rushing versus Charlotte. To give you an idea of his distance of runs in that one, his three touchdowns, again, three touchdowns in each game, but the three touchdown runs against Charlotte were five yards, 59 yards, 53 yards. Big difference there. Jake Bobo led the way receiving nine catches for 90 yards. Jalen Calhoun had a nice day as well. 
five catches for 98 yards. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we listen from head football coach David Cutcliffe right here on the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Today's show was brought to you by our friends over at Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything that you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and they are the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On Blue Devils in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. All right, college football fanatics, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. Prize Picks offers every sport you could think of, like the NFL, college basketball, college football, the NBA, Major League Baseball, MMA, soccer, and more. Prize Picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world, and it offers all the star players of the Power Five, as well as mid major players you might not have ever even heard of. Prize Picks offers any prop you could think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. It allows mixed sport entries. For example, you could take the over on LeBron James combined points with the under of Patrick Mahomes in the exact same entry. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It really is that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Welcome back into the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. My name is JJ Jackson and I am the host. It is time for us to take a listen to what David Cutcliffe, the head football coach for Duke, had to say after the Blue Devils' 45 to 17 victory. The first thing um, I, I think that's very evident is um, I was really pleased with the second half that I thought we we played at a higher intensity level. Uh, certainly, we got better defensively. It was a much much better half and third downs one of seven and getting ourselves off the field but i thought we tackled better and we had just more intention really something to build off of uh, all of it started with that kickoff coverage uh, to start the second half and i think that literally turned the game i was proud of our offense when when you have as little possession time as they had um, a and t did a good job of staying on the field offensively particularly in the first half uh, I thought our offense did what they had to do to be successful um, per possession. And uh, when the possessions counted in the third quarter, we looked really good. And, you know, Gunner made some plays with his feet and um, thought we had some terrific throw and catch circumstances uh, throughout the game. So a good, complete team victory and um, something that um, hopefully we didn't lose anybody. I know we're beat up. a and is a physical team, but I think we feel good about moving forward and learning something from this game. And, you know, we got to step back up into the Big Ten and Power Five football and be ready for it. Yeah, those are two really good questions. Uh, on the onside kick, I had planned 
I had looked at, um, at them, um, I don't remember when it was, these days I'm so confused on what day of the week it is, but I think it was actually last Saturday and I told Kirk Benedict, and I said, we can get an onside kick and we're just gonna go ahead and plan it and, um, and go with it. And uh, I was gonna do it on our first kickoff, whether it was to open the game. But I told him, just, just, I've learned through the years, if you don't plan to do it, you won't do it. You can talk yourself out of it. So just trying to be aggressive on the very first kickoff and Charlie hit a good ball and then he should have had it easy. But a great job by Jalen Stenson getting in there and fighting for the ball and getting it done. There at the end of the half, that's, that's not easy. You know, you can take points and it's a great drive and you can kick a field goal and you would hope it's good from that distance. But um, everything in analytics tells you to, to be aggressive and everything in my heart tells me that we have to be an aggressive program to be as good as we can be. And we're talking about all different kinds of plays and things that you can run and certainly, yeah, maybe, maybe you could get a throw in with six seconds and still have time, but I've always thought players, not plays. And I just said, let's run Mateo, you know, let's, let's just go with Mateo. We'll run the ball and he'll score. And thank goodness Mateo scored. He did a great job of, you know, really kind of falling into the end zone, but he had the ball high and tight and that ball crossed the plane and it was very evident that he did score. So yeah, when you don't make those, it's, it fires back at you. But I told our team, at the hotel, we were going to play aggressively. We were not going to play safe. Uh, we were not going to play soft. And I wanted them to display that. And I thought we got more aggressive as a football team. They did. Our players did in the second half. You know, you, you just, that's how you practice football. I mean, you don't ever expect it to be easy. Uh, you challenge your team all the time. Um, we, we just have a strong belief that, you know, if at first the game or breaks go against you, you don't let up, you put on more steam, you, you, you uh, have a tough-minded mentality, um, and, you know, you certainly expect to start well. Uh, we had an unfortunate pen penalty there, that first offensive possession, and get up off schedule and, you know, just didn't, didn't go well. And then defensively, you know, a 20-play drive, we had so many long third and longs that they converted, uh, never good. And so uh, certainly was not a good start. But we got good people, and uh, we, the more we challenged them, the, the better they got. And at halftime, it was more the same. We knew we had to be more physical, and we had to be better the second half. And I really thought our players did a great job of responding through adversity. No, we made a few adjustments defensively. Um, you know, I, I thought we did a good job of, of taking some things away that, that they were doing uh, that had hurt us. We did a good job of coaching them up a little bit in some of the things. They run a lot of offense. They've got a lot of offense, and they've got some really good skilled players. But I think the biggest issue was they also took the challenge of a change has to be in how you're tackling and how you're pulling the trigger and, you know, let's not hesitate in our reads. Let's trust our reads. Let's react. And all of that, um, you know, played a role in it. But I, I think our biggest part of it literally was not as much schematic as it was a mentality that we had to have to be successful on defense. Yeah, I just felt like our consistency and technique wasn't what it needed to be and also just 
playing, you, you have to play this game with no fear, particularly back there. I, I thought we were hesitant and almost hesitant, afraid to, 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 that we were going to make a mistake. You got to trust your technique, play your technique consistently, be aggressive in the back end because that's who we are and how we do it. And uh, we certainly got better this week, but we got much better as the game went on. Yeah, I, I, I thought Jake and Jalen both had some terrific catches. Um, I think Coach Boyette's done a great job with those guys in building their confidence. And, you know, that was kind of the way Ray played the game. And, and um, I, I love that they trust their hands and they are aggressively catching the ball and they're turning into runners in a hurry, you know. I think he may coach them a little bit like running backs after they catch it at times. And it's fun to watch them work. And that receiving core is going to continue to get better. we got some good players there, and I think we're deep there. And I want to see us go to a whole nother level because I know we can. And, um, you know, again, I think uh, Coach Boyette's done a heck of a job. And, uh, you know, they, they, Gunner's become more and more of an accurate passer. And, um, you know, I, I talked to all of them about the difference in success when you're playing good people is – is how you catch a ball away from your body and also quarterback location of the ball. And we're seeing more of that in practice. And that's what it takes to be successful against good teams. And you got to work at it. And uh, I think we're doing a better job of that than we've done the last few years. Yeah, I, I think, you know, what, what we're doing with our offense and our ability to play fast is going to, potentially wear on a lot of people. I think we're really still in the process of learning more about who we are and what we can do best and how we can do it. And, you know, but um, tempo is never easy on a defense. Uh, you can see in, in the midst of any drive, their, their guys were getting fatigued and uh, we were pretty darn relentless. And the conditioning level of what we're doing at practice has to be terrific. And we try to play faster in practice than we do in a game. And that way you know you're fit enough to do it. And, um, you know, A&T, I want to say this before I get off, they, they've got a good football team, and they're extremely well coached in a lot of ways. When people think well coached, everybody thinks about plays. I'm talking about players. I'm talking about players playing hard. Uh, schematically, they're good in all three aspects, uh, kicking game, defense, and offense but they're a physical football team. They play hard. Got to love what you heard there from Coach Cutcliffe. He was absolutely in a better mood than he was after that loss to Charlotte. Anytime you get a win, things start to feel better. Duke is off this kind of goofy Friday schedule where they've been playing their first two games on Friday. They get ready for Northwestern in a Saturday competition. I mentioned it earlier, Gunnar Holmberg, 20 for 27, 270 yards. Here's what the quarterback had to say. Yeah, uh, I think historically um, A&T – uh, it's been a really good run defense. Um, we knew that watching film. We knew that from our 2019 game. Um, and yeah, just knowing going into this game, we might have to pass for how many, how many ever yards, how many ever touchdowns we need to uh, to come out with the win. Um, and you know, thankfully the receivers were getting open. Um, it was pretty much what we expected to see. Um, and we executed whenever, whenever the play called for it, um, whether that be you know a, a down the field shot ball um, or just just a little um, dump pass to Teo, and the receivers are blocking well on the perimeter um, to let them get going in that way. Um, but yeah, once again, you know, hats off to A&T. They have a, a great run defense, um, historically a great defense in general. Um, and yeah, just if we were to get it, get it done through the air and then let Teo 
or whoever it is kick it in once we get down to the goal line um, and, and it worked out well for us yeah uh, I didn't even really know we were going to do onside kick uh, until we did it I guess that was something they had talked about in their special teams meetings all week uh, but really good to see the confidence in them you know Charlie Ham's a great kicker um, we take a lot of pride in our special teams and uh, we call it a blend um, to put the offense in a, in a good field position and to go out and, and take a shot or just drive down the field, which uh, we were able to do. Um, it's also a great momentum thing whenever you can recover an onside kick like that. Um, and then, yeah, on, on the fourth down, having a good uh, two-minute drill, I think we executed that very well. Uh, you know, we had three of them last week um, that, you know, a couple we wish we could have had back um, and scored on. Um, but, you know, the guys all have experience in that now. And, and today, you know, we worked on it a lot in practice throughout the week. And to see it pay off is really good. And then to get down on a fourth down decision, I mean, and Coach Cut to have the confidence um, for us for us to to go for it um, and, and let a guy like Teo um, in our O line and just the trust we have in them. You know, they were yelling at us to, to run the ball and let them get it in, um, and it worked out. Um, Such so as you know, instills the confidence we already have in our O line, and then you know, two one, and just let him do what he does. Yeah, like I say, well, uh, can't say enough about them. Um, their performance these last two weeks, um, especially tonight. Uh, and the pass game was huge, um, especially in that two-minute drill like we talked about or in any type of shot plays. Uh, they were locked in. They gave me the time um, to, to make the correct decision and to let the receivers get open, um, you know, knowing that we had plays down the field that we had to make um, to come out with a victory in this game. Um, but, you know, you know, hats off, again, to, to Coach Fry and to them to making the correct adjustments after that, um, after that first drive and kind of just letting them settle in and know what to expect. Um, and yeah, and to, and to block a, a good A&T D-line well um, throughout the rest of the game was really good to see. Yeah, um, I, I think it kind of goes back to something we, you know, preached on a lot this offseason, which was conditioning. Um, and, you know, ha once again, hats off to A&T uh, for, for that offensive drive they had to take away pretty much our whole first quarter. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's tiring on a defense. Um, but, you know, our offense, we, li we like to use tempo um, and kind of regardless of what's happening in the game, we can, we can kick it in whenever. Um, and we know the way it, it tires out a defense um, because our O-line, our backs, our receivers um, all did a great job being conditioned um, and just knowing, you know, it, it maybe makes it hard for them to get a, a play call in um, or for their D-line to get set. Um, so, you know, after onside kick, just to be able to, to jump on them a little bit there with tempo um, and go down and have, have a scoring drive um, is always good. And I think when the defense sees those scores, they don't really care how tired they are. Uh, they're ready to jump back in uh, and get a stop. Um, which is always good to see and instilling confidence in them. Yeah, I think throughout the week uh, we had certain looks that we knew we were, we were going to get the ball to him um, and kind of just the defense they play. Um, he, he's a great experienced player for us, a good leader for us. Um, makes me happy to get him the ball. I know he was kind of upset about being at 98 yards instead of 100. Um, but, you know, of course, always happy about the victory, uh, which he was. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, a guy I have a lot of confidence in, um, uh, pretty much all the receivers, really, those are guys that you get the ball to them, um, they're, they're going to have an um, explosive play with it. Um, and, you know, five is sure hands. Um, he got it done whenever his number was called. Um, and, you know, a guy that I have a lot of trust in um, and a guy that we're on the same page a lot and, you know, cares a lot about football and making sure that he understands what's going on in the game. Feeling good when you could turn around and hand the football off to number 21, Mateo Durant, and also when you got big days 
from Jake Bobo and Jalen Calhoun. The offense looked great. Gunner ran it in for two scores. Did not turn over the football. He fumbled once versus Charlotte, but still hasn't thrown an interception yet this season. Let's knock on wood. Let's hope that continues for Gunner Holmberg. Finally, defensively for Duke, only gave up 17 points to this North Carolina A&T team. Dorian Mossy had nine tackles for Duke. That'd be pretty impressive. However, Shaka Hayward had 16. The star linebacker for Duke, 16 tackles for the defense. Let's listen. Uh, yeah, coaches did in. They uh, did a good job of telling us um, what we were uh, having uh, troubles with, and we came out and did a good job as a defense uh, coming out in the second half and uh, putting an end to that. And also, that's just uh, the player, us on defense, trusting each other, playing, playing fast, and uh, filling our gaps. Yeah, it definitely feels great. You know, that's what we're aiming for. Uh, that's what we've been working so hard for. Excited to uh, keep it rolling. Uh, yeah, they did a good job uh, in the for that first drive, moving the ball down down the field. Um, but I was just uh, on our end. We got to be better, uh, better tacklers, just better tacklers. Uh, yeah, I would say tackling was definitely a big emphasis after the Charlotte game um, and going into this game. Um, and I feel like we improved on that uh, a lot in the second half. Of course, you know, we know there's still a room to improve on defense. Uh, we got to keep flying to the ball, keep playing fast, and um, just play like we know how to play. Dude plays with so much emotion, passion. Feels like he's a good trash talker out there on the football field. I love his swagger. Shaka Hayward, 16 tackles in the win for Duke over North Carolina A&T. Absolutely outstanding stuff. That's going to wrap up today's show. Duke football, a winner, 45-17 to over North Carolina A&T. Good to go back and listen to those highlights to let you hear how the plays turned out. The offense did a much better job. The defense was much more improved as well. That was kind of the biggest adjustment I noticed from week one to week two. Got off to a slower start, but after that halftime break, they knew, okay, we've got to play better than this. Got to improve, and they did just that. So kudos to the Duke football team. Coming up throughout the week, we get you ready for Duke and Northwestern coming up this weekend. That's going to do it for today's show. Make sure you go ahead and follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Make sure you also check out Locked On Bets as betting on college football doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. That does it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.